This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 295. Hey there, Zeners! Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, despite its theme of love, Valentine's Day, which is just coming up here in a few days, can be a very high-pressure holiday. What to give your spouse of 17 years, like Larissa and I have been together for 17 years now. We haven't even talked about that yet, by the way. No, we have not. Sometimes we do Valentine's Day, sometimes we don't, so Mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. What do you get them? And Or if you've only been on two dates with someone you get them a gift and who starts going around you uh, you know there's isn't there some unspoken rule just don't start seeing anybody new around around valentine's Valentine's day Day like we did yeah that's true (laughs) that's true uh should you declare your undying love for your secret crush is that ever a good idea i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) i gotta tell you and you know we've been watching uh we've been binge watching the l word uh again we've seen the whole thing of course we own the whole thing but Mm -hmm. we just kind of got into it for for anyone who's not familiar it's a it was a showtime 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 uh series it ran for six seasons it is so good uh yeah lesbian themed but uh even if it's straight it's good yeah it is it's very good it's very well done but good stories there's a lot of a lot of that you know the the crushes and the, all that stuff and i just don't know <laughs> i'm just i'm glad we're together we've been together for 17 years we're happy we're you know but it, it but it can get a little challenging yeah, after a while right to, to to come up with gifts and if, especially if you're trying to be cruelty free eco an eco-conscious mm-hmm. shopper you're trying to be nice to the planet too making Trying to find something that fits fits into all of that. Yeah, that can be even more stressful. So in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to share some tips and ideas for finding animal and planet-friendly Valentine's Day gifts. But before we get into that, someone has shown us some love by heading out to iTunes and leaving us a rating. Larissa, who is that person? That person is Lindsay GR. And she, the title, I love this, the title of her review is Veg Zen Forever. I feel like that should be a, a bumper <laughs> sticker. Woo! <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I feel like that needs to be like a bumper sticker or a t-shirt or something. Ooh, that's a good idea. That is, right? All right. Okay. So Lindsay says, I love this podcast. Each episode presents a well-researched, uh, presents well-researched information and tips for anyone interested in pursuing a more plant-based lifestyle. Vicki and Larissa make great hosts. They're warm, funny, and clearly passionate about the issues they discuss. The accompanying VegZen website is also, uh, also worth a shout out. It's well-organized and easy to search for past episodes, resources, and recipes. Whether you're vegan, vegetarian, or a veg-curious omnivore, you will feel welcome in the VegZen community, and you will feel supported on your journey. You'll also have a few laughs and good eats along the way. Thank you, Vicki and Larissa, for your compassion and empathy. The world would be a better place with more like you two in it. Aww. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Thank you so much, Lindsay. And okay, what's interesting about that is that Lindsay GR left us this rating before our entire website redesign. So hopefully we made it better. <laughs> I think we made it better. I think, I think that so too. Our designer, Julie, has just been phenomenal. So Julie, if you're listening, Julie is actually a vegetarian. So Julie, if you're listening, you rock. 
Yeah, she does. And you know what's so funny? We didn't even know when we hired her that she was a vegetarian. (laughs) And uh, we just clicked right away. And and all the beautiful work out there you've seen, she's just done a great job. So thank you very much. Yes, more to come. This episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast is being brought to you by Plan to Eat. So here is the scoop on Plan to Eat from their website. Plan to Eat is an online meal planner app that allows you to add and organize recipes, drag those recipes onto a calendar to plan them, and their software automatically creates a shopping list based on your planned recipes. By providing tools that streamline the meal planning process, they equip households to eat better food, eat together, save money at the grocery store, and have a less stressful cooking experience in the kitchen. And we can completely attest to that because we keep, since we work from home, we keep some strange hours sometimes, right, Mm -hmm. Larissa? Right. And, you know, we don't always, we don't always make, in full disclosure, we don't always make use of their powerful calendar feature. It is very helpful, though, Mm -hmm. where you can just drag and drop recipes. Once you upload a recipe, let's just say from Weight Watchers, which is something you and I have been doing. I am down six pounds, by the way. Larissa awesome. is also down some pounds. Uh, but this has really helped us because they, what, let's just say you're out on Weight Watchers or you're out on another recipe site and you find a recipe you really dig. When you hit, you just hit a button that says import mm-hmm. from their website and it'll import that recipe for you. All the ingredients show up on your shopping list. You can edit those if you already have some of the items that you'll need there. No more writing down the long list on a notebook paper and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff. So it makes it really easy for you to just kind of drag and drop. Uh, we also use the shopping list very frequently. And, and what's we use cool, that like every time I go to the store. Yeah, and you can keep multiple lists. Mm-hmm. So you guys know we love Trader Joe's and we have a Trader Joe's list. We have a local grocer H-E-B mm-hmm. list and you can keep multiple lists like that so you know what you're getting from each store. Right. So to sign up for a 30-day free trial, which is great, it's not just a like a couple days or even a seven-day, it's a full 30-day free trial, which really lets you try out all the different features. So to sign up for a 30-day free trial, please uh, visit our referral link, which is plantoeat.com forward slash REF, as in referral, REF, forward slash vegetarian zen. And you, that'll give you a free trial option. And then if you find that you like it and you want to keep going on it, you can either do a monthly subscription option. It's $4.95 a month, which is really affordable. Or if you decide, you know, you try that for a couple months and then you're like, yeah, I really want to stick with this. You can switch over to the yearly option, which is $39 a year. And so that saves you a little bit of, a little bit of cheddar. Is that a little bit is? of cheddar. cheddar? Uh, and the other thing is, is that uh, a little bit of faux cheddar. Faux, ch- faux cheddar. <laughs> Vegan cheddar. Uh, <laughs> uh, Silly. Uh, the, the other thing is they have gift subscriptions. Oh, so, perfect. You know, if you're looking for something for your Valentine, this might be the thing to check out. Perfect. All right. Are we ready to get into the main topic? Let's do this. So... Let's think outside the box when it comes to, because you almost have to, right? Because a lot of the traditional stuff you find in, you know, you're scrambling on February, the morning of February 14th. <laughs> morning in of. the grocery store. She didn't even the, go for February 13th. <laughs> she went for the morning of. all the frantic people in the uh, <laughs> candy card flower, right. by the way, which we're going to talk a little about right. that. You were telling me about that. Uh so let's think a little bit outside of the box and think about vegan chocolates. Mm-hmm. Now, when we first started podcasting in 2013, 
there wasn't a whole lot out there by way of there was some vegan candy. We did some we did an episode early on on Halloween, I think mm-hmm. it was vegan candy. But since then, there has been a lot going on right. in the vegan friendly foods overall. Right. Right? Right. And you know, I think that you know, back then it's not that brands didn't exist, so it's not that there weren't any vegan chocolate brands. I just don't think that they were well known uh, mainstream. It's you know if if you're vegan and if you shop at health food stores, then yeah, you probably were more familiar with them. But now you know you go to to Whole Foods or you go to Trader Joe's and you have a lot of these options that are clearly. Uh, promoted and and marked. Yes, and what I like about this point in time that we are at when it comes to a lot of these things, vegan, vegan, uh, like faux meats and cheeses and and candy, mm-hmm. chocolate. Even just in 2013, a lot of in fashion. I mean, mm-hmm. also, a lot of these things were not very attractive or good because it was like well deal with it i mean yeah. it's almost like the diet aisle deal right. with it you're on a diet okay just take the sh- whatever you know, it is the sugar free whatever it. yeah exactly yeah. now we're at a point where a lot of companies and in this case we're talking about chocolate they're trying to make some really good stuff right right Definitely. so you see that again a lot in the, in the faux meats i think that's a big thing that has taken off in the last couple of years where you get companies uh, investing millions of dollars because they know people want these types of animal friendly planet friendly fr- friendly foods right so one tip when you're looking for vegan or when you're looking at chocolate it's better to stick with the ones that specifically say vegan on them. Uh, don't assume that chocolate is vegan as long as it doesn't say milk chocolate. That's a good point. Uh, because some even, you know, dark chocolate products that you would think, oh, well, there's no milk in that, right? No, some of them may contain filler ingredients that are derived from milks like like whey or casein. And that, so that's not vegan. You um, so yeah, definitely stick with the ones, the brands that say vegan. Uh, we'll be including a link in the show notes to a really good PETA article that is the definitive guide to vegan chocolate, and it's got brands, it's got um, a little you know company write up. It's a really good article. So if you're looking for some brands, uh, check that out. And then we will also link to an Amazon search for vegan chocolate it's got and it's it's really nice it's got some valentine themed ones as well so you know when you you're thinking of whitman sampler with the the heart-shaped box or or anything well there are also a lot of vegan companies that do the same thing okay so let's talk about flowers that is a traditional valentine's day gift and you and i were talking about this as you were putting you did the research for this particular episode this week how really bad the floriculture industry is on the environment. And I never really thought about it. I didn't either. And most people wouldn't. I mean, I think flowers, it's plants, it's, they you grow know, back. I mean, or they, they grow again, right? Grow, I guess that's what I'm saying. Not right. they grow back, but they grow again. Right. Kind of but you know, and this could really be an entire episode in itself. But um, so we'll just kind of touch on a few things to think about. And I mean, like I said, and like you said, this is really, really eye opening for, for me. Uh, so about 80% of all roses come from South America or Africa. So not local here, not local wherever you are, unless you're in South America or Africa. And because those regions are hot, they require 
really extensive irrigation systems. And so, you know, that does a couple things. It takes precious water from people who need it, first of all, but it also can contribute to erosion and other environmental problems. Yeah, so there's definitely something to think about. And I, before we go on, I don't want to sound like Debbie Downer, like, what no. am I going to get now? No. It's like we're just ragging on. We're going to give you some alternatives. Right, right, definitely. <laughs> but, but we just want to, you know, it's something I wouldn't have thought about, right? And, and right. we know the folks that listen to this are not just into eating right for themselves, mm-hmm. but they also are very interested in doing right for the planet. Right. Uh, you know, the another issue with growing, well, growing anything, but is uh, pesticides, and, you know, I know we kind of get more into or we can get more into the the uh, planet friendly pesticides, organic, uh, things that don't, you know, stay in the soil. But a lot of times that's not an option in places that that grow these flowers. So you could have the possibility of, of really strong pesticides and then you bring those flowers in and you stick your face in them and inhale deeply and, you know, you're inhaling a lot of pesticides. Okay, so the other thing is that transporting to other parts of the world results in a strain on the environment. So air transportation, you got to think about that, followed by travel and refrigerated, those big trucks. And then their final destination can also contribute to a huge carbon dioxide emission into the environment. Mm -hmm. So that's something else you just don't think about. Right. And you would think, okay, well, what if I buy... What about flowers that are not grown all the way in Africa or South America that maybe are grown more regionally, like flower farms in Holland, you know, uh, tulips and roses? And you would think, okay, well, that's not so bad, right? If they just export to like other European countries, but it's really not necessarily a smaller carbon footprint, even with those, because there are mitigating, there are different factors. So that's a colder climate. So they have to use hothouses for year round. I mean, in in warmer temperatures in the spring and summer, it's okay outside. But to supply florists year round, they have to use hothouses, which employ intensive uh, use of artificial light and artificial heat and cooling. So there's your energy use. And that's there's your your carbon footprint. And then they still have to be transported. Uh, minimally by truck, but also by plane. You know, if if somebody in Michigan is ordering flowers from Holland, you know, they still have to come by plane. Right. All right. So we said we weren't going to leave you hanging out there. You go, ah, oh, I do like flowers. And you're not going to just tell me to look at them on TV or anything. Are TV. You? Just- <laughs> Or in the middle of the highway. Buy a calendar that has flower pictures. So if you want, if you do want flowers, or and you want your your lovey to get you some flowers for Valentine's <laughs> Day, opt for o- organically grown ones from local farms. That is your best bet. And I know we get the we see those at our farmers markets. Our yes, local farmers markets. That is a really good source for flowers. Uh, I know that most of the the farmers in the local farmers who sell at the farmer's markets will have also flowers that they have and really beautiful ones. All right. So number three, tip number three, if you're in love with a gardener or maybe you're a gardener yourself and you want to get yourself a little Valentine's treat. uh, Okay. So, or, or even if you're not down with the cut flowers, right, whether they're local organic or not, there are options for gifts that keep on giving and keep on living. So, things like uh, non-GMO indoor herb gardens. And these are really cool. I mean, there are lots of different, I mean, you can, you can put, put one together, like a kit together yourself, 
by buying like the the biodegradable peat pots, the the soil, the um, you really wouldn't need pesticide probably, but the fertilizer, the organic fertilizer, and the seeds or there are lots of different kits that are available. And again, we'll have a link to the Amazon search results for organic, uh, non-GMO herb gardens. And here's a good idea. And I really love this. How about planting a rose bush together? That is so cool. That's mm -hmm. such a great idea because it's not, it's there forever. I'm, well, you know, Hopefully. as long as you take care of it. <laughs> Unless you're me and then it's there until <laughs> <Exactly>. I kill it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. The so, rest of it tends to be kind of the Charlie Brown with the plants. <laughs> uh, I am. I am. And if, if, if they're not, if they're not uh, wimpy I, when I get them, they're wimpy. I do give when, myself credit for keeping those in our yeah. house currently alive. <laughs> I just find I like to get them. I just not very good at keeping yeah, them. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah. So if you plant a rose bush together and you can go pick one out, you can plant several, you can, you know, create a whole garden. Uh, that's a much better option than tossing a dozen roses in the trash together. Yeah, you buy know, them they're good for Day. a week, but as opposed to having a nice rose bush that reminds you of of when you planted it together. And then That's you'll so have cool. cut flowers. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so another idea is wildflower seeds. So scattering those together, those can be enjoyable enjoyable to look at. Mm -hmm. I think wildflowers are beautiful, and they'll come back. Yes, and gift to the bees. So you're gifting the planet as well. And if you've paid attention to anything in the environmental space with respect to news, you, you know that bees are kind of in trouble right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So so look for non, uh, look for uh, organic, you know, non-GMO seeds. Um, and you can, again, you can find this. And you can find them specifically kind of marketed toward, for uh, bees, like bee-friendly or bee, um, you know, However, however they want to say it. Okay, tip number four is if you're using candles to get into that romantic vibe, <laughs> cue the romantic music. <laughs> oh, I just growled. Is that okay? <laughs> uh, be sure to purchase vegan soy candles. Traditional candles are made from beeswax, which are definitely not vegan. Right. Uh, our friend Mar Maris Marcela Gomez at Oca Madre Candles. I love the name of that. And I, I, I have a few of her candles still around. Uh, she hand pours her own candles and uses organic soy wax and cotton wicks. So we will have the link to her shop on, uh, on uh, our show notes. Mm -hmm. I love the creative name she comes up with for her candles. And she has one called Pan Dulce, which mm -hmm. is sweetbread in Spanish. It smells like a bakery. It's it's awesome. It's really good. And she's got a lot of new ones. I was out on her website checking out, you know, everything that she has and she's got a lot of new ones. The and hot she also one too. It's good. Yeah, she also does the yes, that's really good. She also does the wax melts. So if you mm -hmm. have a warmer. That's right. That's right. All right, tip number five. Remember that wine is not inherently vegan. Some wineries use animal derived finding refining agents so you want to make sure that uh, if you're vegan that you are and this list is growing by the way mm -hmm. Th there's more and more distilleries and wineries and all there's, I think they're uh, listening they are voting with your dollars for sure uh, and definitely reward those companies for taking those change to make for making those changes because right. i think that's really important to a lot of people and uh so so yeah definitely check out the uh, i know there's a oh yeah we'll include a link from the PETA, PETA article mm -hmm. that will give you an idea of some of the wineries that are offering vegan selections right 
or uh, you know, if you if you don't have that, if you're just out shopping, you can check health food stores or even local small wineries near you, and you know, kind of ask, just ask them, um, and I'm sure they would be happy to answer you, especially if you come in for a tasting. <laughs> And if they're not, and you ask them, now they're paying attention to you because you're a potential customer that is asking for that, right? That's so right. you're kind of planting that into their into their brain. Right, definitely. All right, you want to take the last tip? Sure. All right, so why? Why? Because this applies to me? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> are you, you going to ask me to pimp my own stuff? Yes, <laughs> okay. definitely. All right, that's what I'm doing. Uh, no. Not just my own stuff. So tip number six is shop for handmade, upcycled, enviro-friendly gifts. And this is so important, not just to me, uh, but there are so many amazing independent artists out there creating just beautiful pieces of, of art, of jewelry, of clothing, home decor items from materials that would otherwise end up in landfills. So, you know, I mean, and everything from reclaimed furniture to paper, which is my my preferred medium, um, to metal, to glass, uh, just things that normally you would either toss in your recycling bin or they wouldn't even make it to the recycling bin and just end up in the trash. So creative. So it's there are really a lot of creative people, including you, you. out there that are just creating some amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Etsy is a great place. Uh, Etsy.com is a great place for online handmade items, shopping. But don't forget to shop local as well. And, you know, with the spring coming up, hopefully soon for everybody who's freezing their you know, behind off in the north <laughs> where we are. I can't believe we got sleet yesterday. This is crazy. It's February 9th in South Texas, and yeah. we got sleet and snow in some places. Not here, but... But we're still wearing shorts. Bit. We're still wearing <laughs> shorts and flip-flops, but um, we're inside today. Right. But, you know, with, with warmer weather approaching, festivals, outdoor festivals, outdoor markets, uh, really a great place to look for handmade stuff. All right. Well, those have been our six tips for helping to ensure that you have a awesome, eco-friendly and animal-friendly Valentine's Day with your sweetie. Let's move into the resource of the week because I think that's a good segue from what we were just talking about. And then we'll come back to the recipe. Yes. Because we, we don't want to miss that for no, sure. No, you definitely don't want to miss that. This is That sounds really good. Okay. So the resource this week is going to be the shop at Vegetarian Zen. Why is it our shop? Because it's been out there. It's been out there for a while, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we have a coming soon. So, well, first of all, let's just talk about the shop. We're going to be redesigning that a little bit. We, as I mentioned, we've redesigned our entire website. The shop is a component of that that we hadn't really touched yet. So right now we have everything out, everything vegetarians and swag out there, right? We have magnets, reusable shopping bags, stickers, t-shirts. Those are all there. But coming soon we, to our new, improved, redesigned, our shop is the relaunch of Cheery Bird Studios, which is Larissa's art studio that is offering unique upcycled functional art and paper bead jewelry. You want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, you know, I, I had this as a separate business, oh gosh, quite a number of years ago. And I sold on Etsy and I did some, some local uh, in-person events and we had, we had things in our shop on VegZen for a while, but as things got busier, um, I kind of let it 
moved to the side. But this year, I feel like I really want to get back into that and put things that are more functional and upcycled to really work on the environmental issues, because that's that's so important to us. And I think that as we're kind of if for those of you who follow us on a regular basis, you may have noticed that we're kind of not rebranding exactly, but expanding Vegetarian Zen. So 2019, we've been this is six years for us, right? And we've been all about, you know, the focus on food and meals and recipes, which is awesome. And we're not going to stop that. No, we're not going to stop that by any means. But I think that we both feel like it's time to kind of talk about some other things, too. Well, and the reason what we've been talking about and what we, you know, having our peas and carrots group. What up, guys? Which is an amazing close Facebook group. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's not all about food. There's right. other things that the folks in there are really concerned with: animal rights, uh, environmental, um, environmentally friendly uh, products, and cruelty-free products. And there's so much more to that. And especially as we were just saying, as the cruelty-free products, the eco-friendly products, all of those things have expanded over these last six years since we've been podcasting. There's so much more to talk about. So we right. want to make sure that we're not just becoming kind of this recipe and food site, although that's important to everybody. And we're, again, we're not, we're definitely not steering away from that. Mm -hmm. We're just expanding into other areas. And we think that, you know, expanding the shop to include some things that are also very environmentally friendly, maybe some cruelty projects, uh, products will be coming down the line eventually, that kind of thing. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Well, and you know, one, one more thing I will say, is that, and I know we were talking about this this morning, is that for me, it's more than just about using items that would have ended up in trash or in recycling. So as I mentioned, I think paper is kind of my medium of choice. And so it's more than just about pulling all the junk mail and the the catalogs and everything and, and using those to create new things. It's also about n- buying less of things that are, are commercially uh, produced that do not recycle. So yeah. for example, you know, you can go and buy a plastic trash can for the side of your, your desk at Walmart, or, you know, I can make one out of paper that is beautiful. It's functional. It uses recycled material. So you're not going to have that plastic one that when it breaks or you're tired of it, you throw it in the trash and it ends up in a landfill that's right so it's kind of two things at once and And i think that's one of the things i love about it and not to mention all the things that went into the creation of that that are not friendly to the planet right right so the factories the shipping all the things all that stuff we just talked about so so this is the type of thing that we really want to make sure we're supporting and not just our own stuff either Mm -hmm. there's other things we've talked about maybe expanding to include other other products and right i'm i'm constantly and just totally in awe of artists who use reclaimed materials or upcycled materials or just plain garbage (laughs) and make amazing things. And I would love to showcase more of that. Yeah, you really do need to check out Etsy if you have not been out to Etsy. You could just get lost there. Uh I mean, there's just so many talented people. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Okay. All right, are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? Oh, yeah, and we need to go. I uh, We've been challenged, so we're going to need to go to the store pretty soon and get (laughs) what we need to make this. We were challenged by Trisha. Was it Trisha? No, it was actually Muncie Fitzy. Who oh, that's right. Us. That's right. But the recipe, the the original. Okay, so here's here's how this went down. 
this the recipe here's what happened here's what happened what happened was (laughs) we always laugh about that because you know if you watch like cops or live pd which we're kind of addicted when somebody's lying yeah that's the first thing what happened was what happened was that's like we're not lying that's like a lie ding 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 yeah we're Uh, not lying here this really happened this really happened all right so the recipe that uh, of the week is dark chocolate hummus and the the actual recipe is from uh, a couple cooks.com which is they're a husband and wife team and they're like super cute and they have a podcast too yeah. by the way. uh but so it's dark chocolate hummus but how this whole thing started is peas and carrots member trisha uh Sicconi, and i'm so sorry if i pronounce that wrong she said charles. we could just call her trisha charles because i trisha think we mispronounced her name several times <laughs> <laughs> sorry We're repeat offender sorry uh, yeah all right so trisha charles posted uh, a photo of joseph's chocolate hummus dip which she described as food of the gods <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you know, anyway, anytime anyone says that about food, as long as it's not avocados or bananas, then I'll, I'll try it. Uh, all right, so this then kicked off a long thread about chocolate hummus. Uh, Muncie Fitzy then posted a recipe. She went online. She did her homework, so she went online and she googled chocolate hummus, and she came back with the 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 uh, couple cooks recipe and asked if anyone wanted to try making it with her. So you know. We can't back down from a challenge. Right? Challenge accepted. accepted. So now she's she was fast. She's already made it. But you got to know we're not leaving the house right now. When no, it's, it's cold. It's thirty nine and it's, it's raining. cold. We don't go yeah. outside when it's cold. No. All right. So once and everybody in the north is going. Oh my god! What a couple of wusses. <laughs> no, I have a friend who lives in Minnesota. She said it's like zero. <laughs> she's like, come visit me. It's zero no. here. No. no. All right. So once we gather the ingredients, we will be making it and sharing our results. And Vicky will take an amazing picture, I'm sure, and uh, share our, our results in the group. All right. So our question this week is, what is the most creative Valentine's Day gift you've ever received or given? Toot or your given. own horn, too. There you go. You can uh, leave a comment at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 295, or you can leave a comment on our Facebook page, when we send out notification of episode 295 at facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen, or why not join the 2,600-ish people now that are a part of our peas and carrots, what up guys, at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen, you will be hit up with three questions. Everyone's doing a really good job of answering the questions, by the way, for the most part. So make sure you answer them because we want to make sure you are not a spammer or a robot or any of that kind of stuff. That's right. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.